Welcome back to the Live It Every Now podcast. My name is Jake. And my name is Will. And we're d- here with another nightly edition. Well, night edition, not nightly. Um, and we're on YouTube. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> We've recorded like 10 episodes and have them already on video and just haven't put them on YouTube. So we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Anyway, today, what I wanted to bring up to you was a concept. It's not even a concept. It's just a natural thing that we all do. But I think when you take yourself seriously in a lot of areas of your life, um, sometimes that translates a little too hard and you sort of compensate or overcompensate and you overcorrect and all these things. What I'm getting at is on the pursuit of music, I found myself realizing very recently that I wasn't a fan the way I used to be. And this has this wasn't always something that was difficult for me. Like, um, I definitely think <laughs> when I first started making music, I was a huge fan of music, right? And I think that as you take yourself seriously and you're like, I'm, you know, I'm gonna be an artist. I don't, you know, I'm not a fan. I'm, I'm a leader. I'm not a follower. You know that kind of thing. Um, you sort of disassociate with the fan. At a certain point along this route, I realized that being a fan was actually critical to my success. And, and in, a, in a way that felt very natural, just because when you're a fan of something, you're usually engrossed in it and you're obsessed and you have fun doing things. Um, I, and I, I, it took me some digging to figure out where I lost that feeling, where I lost at that, what point I stopped being a fan and we can get to that. But the point is very recently I've rediscovered that fan within myself and I feel so blessed because I feel captivated again by music and enthralled again by music. And that's, that's such a great place to be in something that you like to do. I've never heard anybody talk about this before. Really? Yeah. I think you're the first person who I've known who, who has mentioned that they stopped becoming a fan of something that they loved Mm -hmm. because they were competitive or something. Yeah. And it's not like, it's not like, I stopped becoming a fan. I always loved music, but it's just that I stopped considering myself a fan, I think. And I stopped doing the things a fan would do, like liking other artists and stuff like that at some point or another. I I definitely corrected. I definitely corrected past that. What I'm talking about recently, what I lost recently and what I've regained recently is just that sort of visceral like excitement, the the wonder, the, I really think it's a fuel of, or, or at least like part of fueling creativity. And I just feel excited again about music, I think. And I, I, I don't know at what point I actually do know, but I didn't know when I first started writing about this, where I had lost that. And I think it had to do with just like draining myself during the album creation process and just like focus, laser focusing in on my own music. But I realized at a certain point recently that I've just been in a silo for a bit and I need to rekindle my relationship with inspiration and rekindle my relationship with being a fan of other artists and, and searching for new music. Like I hadn't been crate digging in months. Crate digging is just looking for old music. and Crate digging? Yeah, it comes from looking through record crates. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like r- crates of records. What was it recently that made you start being a fan again? So I was just listening to a bunch of interviews 
with a bunch of my favorite artists, which I guess that's part of being a fan is doing the legwork and doing all the studying and doing all the background information, which is what I used to spend all my time doing when I first started. So I'm glad that I was able to do something like that because that put me on to, yo, I was listening to this when I made this is what some artists would say. And I'm, I write it down and then find that music. And now I'm on this hunt again to find inspiration and, and collect it and, and see what I think about it and see how that fits into my game and, and, and all that. But I, I think, and the reason I even bring it up in this context is because I feel like it applies to more than music. Um, and I don't really know how because I, that's my world, but I, I think it does. I don't know. Do you think it's only important for you to be a fan of other musicians or did you have a period of your life where you were losing your fan ability in other areas? Like you stopped being a fan of movies as well or was it confined to music? I've noticed that recently I'm buying into being a fan of everything whereas I'm being particular about what I like and what I don't versus... In, in an art space, specifically. Uh, and, and my two specific things I've really enjoyed recently are listening to new music and watching new movies. or And new to me is what I mean. I don't mean just new. Um, I actually find that that's part of the reason I lost fanship was because I was only listening to new stuff for a while. And I feel like new stuff it can usually be, especially new and popular stuff, can be pretty not uninspiring often. No, it, it depends. Huh. It depends. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stake my claim on that. Okay. I just think that that might be true. Um, but yeah. So so it extended to lots of different areas. So I've been watching movies lately, um, getting a lot of inspiration from Wes Anderson because I heard Wes Anderson mentioned in this Tyler interview, and I really hadn't dug into Wes Anderson in the same way that I thought I had, and really watched with an enthralling nature. I've noticed that the mu- the way I'm listening to music. Uh, is, is how I used to listen to music, which is just waiting for every hit instead of listening like a just passive listener. I'm actively listening. I'm engaging. I'm, I'm, I'm taking time to do nothing but listen to music lately. And that just feels so amazing, again, to do that. But at a certain point, I know, and I'm not speaking as to what I was lacking recently, but at a certain point, my ego is in the way. And I would say stupid shit like, I need... I don't want to go to concerts because I want those guys to see me as my peers. And that just sounds fucking asinine at this point from, from my perspective now. But at the time, it felt like an important thing to me to not lower myself to that level of a fan because there was a clear distinction between a fan and an artist to me. And I wanted so badly to be an artist when I really I was just a fan, right? Now... It's it's funny that in losing my ego or at least diminishing that aspects of my e- ego and really thinking that being a fan is a good thing, I'm actually a better artist. And I think that that's really interesting and kind of ironic. Do you is, think you have to be a fan to be a good artist? <clears throat> I definitely think it's important. And that's why I've started focusing and being intentional about being a fan lately. What is it that's important? So I touched on it, I think my episode, my last episode, so two episodes ago now, that making is sort of 80-20 and making is 80% you and 20% your inspiration. 
So curating that inspiration becomes really important and being a fan and seeking out unique inspiration becomes really important because hopefully you're making things that you like. And it's hard to do that in a silo, I think. I think that you miss the, the relevant piece when you set out to make great stuff. So you can make great stuff, but I, don't, I think it loses relevance the more in a silo you get. And the, the route I want to take is I want to be great. And I think greatness has a certain amount of relevance. And so I can't ignore that piece of the puzzle. Whereas, and, and, and what I don't want to say in this is that you should, you know, curate your inspiration and that's who you are. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just, fo- I've, I'm saying I, at a certain point, I didn't figure out the 80% part and now I overcorrected and I've been like 95, five, uh, me to inspiration or 99, one me to inspiration. I need to get it back to like 80%, 20%. And that, that is just as an important part because it's still part of that whole story. What do you think the takeaways are for people who are not musicians or not creative? So, I, I will stake my claim that everybody is a creative and that everybody should seek that out in themselves, period. I think that you'll find joy in it no matter what it means. And, and I don't expect you to be Picasso, but to make something is, is a true joy in life. And I think that everybody should enjoy that. I spoke to my dad about this because he's a chef. And at, he started out as a chef and was a fan of other chefs and collected inspiration from all over the world. And I remember growing up, he used to just take trips just to go to a certain part of the world and uh, learn new food. And I remember, this was, it's not something I remember, but I remember him telling me that when he first started his career, he spent the first like year and a half out in um, some foreign country, I forget, (laughs) honestly. But he was studying, he was apprenticing under um, this guy named Gunter. And Gunter's a uh, Michelin chef. Uh, my dad's actually not a Michelin star chef, but uh, Gunter's a Michelin chef, really well known in his in his field. So my dad was a fan of him and sought him out directly to study under him. And food's kind of interesting that you can even have that opportunity. But if you work hard enough, you you kind of can study under whoever you want. And he was able to do that. And I think that translated throughout his entire career, him making his own flavors of food, uh, him, but he also acknowledged, and I never really had this conversation with him until the other day, but he also acknowledged how impactful seeking that inspiration was in his own craft. Not, he wouldn't even have to take anything from anybody else. It's not about that. It's about getting a little hint of something. It's like somebody else added a little spice to your stuff and you're like, oh, this spice makes me think of this idea. And then he's able to make a new flavor that he never could have thought of in a vacuum because he just walked by the right bar or or went to the right restaurant. Um, So that's that's what's really great about inspiration. Um, I don't know how it quite applies to everyone. Do you have any ideas? I, I, I just... I think that the concept here is not to take yourself too seriously and to realize that there, there's so much to be a fan of and that it's a good thing. I think if you take when you take yourself too seriously, like I once have, you can neglect the 
joy that is being a fan. It really is joyous to appreciate things and to have gratitude for somebody else's work and, you know, and, and hold them up too. give people their flowers. Um, I think there's a lot of competition in a lot of creative fields. And since I've turned the leaf, you know, this has been years now, just being able to be a fan of my friends and be a fan of my coworkers and or co uh, conspires and artists on the same journey as me and not be so jaded and not be so competitive. It makes me appreciate them so much more. It makes me appreciate myself so much more. It makes me happier. It makes me more creative. I think it makes my work better to do these things. So I think, I guess the one takeaway for people that aren't necessarily explicitly in a creative field even though I do think you are creative and I think you should pursue it is not to take things too seriously, not to take yourself too seriously that it's important to take yourself seriously in a lot of aspects, but that at, at the same time you should hold the dichotomy that, you know, as seriously as you ever take yourself, you should also should be able to laugh your ass off at yourself. Maybe, maybe that's what the takeaway is. I don't know. There's a lot of things happening. I actually remember writing down in my writing. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> like explicitly I wrote that down. <laughs> Do you think there's a difference between creativity and art? Because this idea seems to apply pretty easily to artists. Mm -hmm. Because you can be a fan of an artist, but there's lots of ways to be creative and make stuff that is not art. Well, I can't be a fan of a programmer. Could you? I mean, would you consider Elon Musk a creative? Right, Um, you would. Right, like any entrepreneurs are creative, in my mind. Because they're making oh. something unique that they had to, they use they use a different type of reasoning, right? It's the same muscle, I think. Creatively, I I have no idea. So my point would be, if I could bring it to one mother field, I would think mentorship or entrepreneurship, being not so into yourself to think that you are above mentorship or you are above being taught from like a professional level. And I think that I kind of noticed this a lot actually when I was in college was that people were not on the same wave that I was as far as wanting mentorship. And I got some of my best lessons in life from cleaning up in a recording studio, like being the little bitch boy of a recording studio. I hated it, but I learned so much. Mm -hmm. And I think that that took a lot of, like at a certain point, that takes that that action is uh, humble. That's a that's a humble action. I think the same action is of being a fan. It's it's putting all your ego aside and saying, yeah, maybe whatever you think about me as a competitor, whatever. Honestly, at this point, I hope I get to a point where I'm a full fledged artist and everybody thinks of me as an artist, not a product designer, and then an artist at night or whatever. I hope I I just have that embodiment that this is what I do is music, and live in every now. And I still want to be a fan of people. I, I still think it's that important. I still think that it makes other people feel good. I think that it makes me feel good mm-hmm. um, to just like it. So I think I'm going to disagree with you on this a little bit. Because I don't think you have to be a fan of someone to learn from them. So okay. well, you can learn a lot from Elon Musk without being a fan of Elon Musk. Right. Right. I guess... So you, that that mentorship you're talking about, that putting your ego aside, I think that's mostly about just being able to learn from other people. Yeah. And again, like not taking yourself so seriously. Right, right. But you don't have to identify that 
I enjoy this person's work. Okay. Personally. I, I guess that's a, that's a distinction I wasn't even thinking about, honestly. Um, but yeah, I don't think you have to, in, in the case of Elon Musk, I don't think you have to like Elon Musk to learn from Elon Musk. And I can't really speak on this from a creative perspective, but I am guessing it's the same with music. You can learn a lot from classical, like orchestral music without being a fan of Bach. Yeah, for sure. You don't have to be a fan. Um, but I think that that's not the point of what we're talking about. I think it is just the humility to learn, maybe. It, well, exactly. Like, if the yeah. point is to learn, yeah. being a fan is not a prerequisite for that. Yeah, being a fan is semantically what I mean by lowering your ego. And why is that? Because you're putting yourself in the tier two. If there were tiers, like, I could be just be making up tiers in my mind. But if there were tiers, there's, like, tier one artist leader, whatever, tier two follower, fan, appreciator of art, right? So I'm not, like, I think you you still have to appreciate Bach to learn from Bach, even if, like, you still have to appreciate Elon Musk. You don't have to, you don't have to like him, but you have to appreciate the the nugget that you're grabbing from them, right? Like, you don't, uh -huh. you don't just, otherwise you wouldn't learn it. You wouldn't care to learn it if it wasn't valuable. Yeah, I think, we're just having a semantic difference between the word fan. Like when I think of fan, it's like, I like this person's work. Yeah. I I don't particularly like Bach. Yeah. But I, I understand that it's good music, so I could probably learn something by studying it. Yeah, I don't think that that's the point here. I don't think that's the point. And it's because there's other, like, I think we've ventured off into another conversation. This is the problem with me not knowing what I'm talking about. Because... What I like from being a fan, I get to look at the world with a different lens. I feel as of late, and it's re inspired. It's like an inspired way to look at the world where I feel like I can gather things from almost everything. And I'm looking at everything as a source of inspiration. And so, I don't, I hope always that through talking about these things with you, that we can get to a more clear place, honestly. Like that's been our friendship our entire time we've known each other, but yeah, I don't I don't know about the relationship that we're speaking on specifically right now between like a fan and being able to learn from anybody. But I think the mentality of being a fan of all things or being a fan of things in general versus not being a fan, not being affectionate towards ideas and inspiration, is less conducive to ultimately your own productivity slash creativity. Ah, I, your creativity. Okay. Yeah. So another hole I think is whether or not you can be a fan of an idea. Can you only be a fan of a person? Because if that's the case, like I'm not super keen on like being a fan of a person, especially in like an intellectual space. But for a specific idea, I think you can like enjoy this idea or want to learn more about this idea. Totally, yeah. I don't think you have to be a fan of a person per se. I'm thinking about my dad and he doesn't really care about the chef per se as much as the restaurant. Sometimes he's appreciating a chef, but sometimes he's just going because he heard that that was such a great source of inspiration as a restaurant. Okay. Um, so that in my mind is the same as an idea put out in the world. Right, a, a restaurant is an idea of the said restaurant owner. Mm -hmm. um, an album is an idea of some said uh, musical artist. Um, a painting is an idea of a 
of a painter, right? So these are the embodiments of other people's ideas. I think being a fan of specific things is equally helpful of being a fan of a person. And I don't, I don't, I think I'm talking about it from a general sense that just adopting a a general fandom of things puts you in a mindset of like wonder more, joy more, and and I think those things are conducive to your creativity. And I don't know, I don't, I don't really have the art articulation of how that translates, but I know that implementing it in my life results in those things. So maybe I just don't know what you mean by fan. Like, yeah. Like what is, what are you doing differently when you're a fan of something versus when you just like something? So what I was doing before I had adopted this idea again, because it was, it's just, it's, it was been latent. I had to rediscover this as of, as of late. And I think that that had a lot to do with the album and stuff and just like being drained. So for, you know, I put that out in January, it's now July. So it took me six months to figure that out. Um, but it's just like, the last six months, I was passively listening to things. I was passively watching things. I was passively, um, I was passively engaging with the world and inspiration, and I think I wasn't actively engaging with any of it, or at least not from a level of appreciation. And so, putting like a like, if I could bottle up appreciation and admiration, put it in my heart, and just look at that, like that somehow becomes like a pair of glasses and now I'm seeing everything like that, it becomes much more vibrant, I think, somehow. And all like the music I'm listening to just sounds better. And I am able to separate between things that are just good and then things that I'm able to like latch onto and then be inspired by and then like kind of like grab and be like, okay, now I'm building inspiration for myself. Um so yeah, I don't I don't really know what I mean either, to be completely honest with you. Huh. Yeah, we come at this from very different perspectives because in my world, you can't really be a fan of ideas in the way that I think of the word fan. Like mm. you can't what, be a fan of a computer, like a line in a computer code. Yeah, and I think I think I come with the context of artist and fan. Yeah. So it's very cut. And, it's like that's cut and dry to me. Mm. And I think of a fan in an artist sense, right? Like I think of that person as somebody that's willing to love an idea or or an artist like or the idea that that person has put out so whether that's a song or like the character that the artist is they're able to fall in love with something it's like being willing to love i think is what it is because i was in a place before with art in general where my heart was hardened to that and so it's a mentality thing it's a perspective thing it's like i i genuinely think that Russ, I talk about him all the time, but I think he does a lot of good stuff, especially like from a mentality perspective. And I genuinely know that like he's like been like, oh, I love Drake. And some rappers will not say that about other rappers. And that's just, that's kind of the culture of hip hop. So that's why I think it was sort of abstract to me at first. You know, it's just so competitive that I had to learn how to be a fan again. Like you don't start out not being a fan. You know, you don't start out as a child with hate in your heart. You just you start out just here sucking it all in, and whatever you're taught is what you're taught, right? So, I 
that's why I'm calling this episode like remembering to be a fan is because or remember to be a fan is because it's a reminder that like it's not so serious. It's not so competitive. It's okay to be appreciative of the people around you that you're competing with and admire their work. And, and, and I hope that that translates into inspiration for yourself and that you can cultivate a serious sense of inspiration and what isn't inspiring. And then realize that that has trickled down into your own art and that it's an important part of your own art. So holistically, I don't know if it's the most cut and dry, clear idea in the world, but I, do think is a helpful reminder to myself, and that's why I wanted to share it. Do you know other artists who have fallen down the same rabbit hole? Not. I think it's a very personal thing that nobody's like out here being explicit about not being a fan to things. But I do think the fact that Russ, I, I will assume that the fact that Russ has made public statements about it, that he has gone some, through something similar to what I've experienced. Be- and the fact that lots of people don't, uh, in just like in more of a layman's sense, it's air slang. It's called giving people their flowers. Um, that just means showing appreciation. A lot of people like withhold giving flowers to Drake because he's the best artist in the world. But in reality, it still feels good to get your flowers. It still feels good to be appreciated. People just tend to uh, sort of naturally feel like the best in the world or like when people get better at things, they don't want to hear that as often or they don't hear it enough, but people, all the people are doing that in the room. So that person ends up hearing none, nothing like Drake probably gets complimented the least in his career now. But when he first started, he probably got complimented all the time. If that, if that makes sense, even though he's way better now. And that's just a product of, I think just people's, um, insecurity, but yeah, I think being a fan is not being insecure about yourself enough to the point where you can be confident in bigging up somebody else and then that that doesn't make you any less, you know, that, that makes you a fan. That's okay. It's okay to be a fan. I, I had to hear that at some <laughs> point. I needed to hear that at some point. I know it's wild. That's interesting. I know. Huh. I don't, I, yeah, I, I, to be fair, I don't know if it applies in other areas of life. I I had an inkling that it did, but I think it is maybe just an artist thing. I think it is maybe an artist thing because I'm thinking about my dad. He's a, he's a chef, right? Like, and, and you know, he told me interestingly too, is that he's no longer a chef. He's a restaurateur at this point, really. Like he cooks at dinner every night and he doesn't like, he's doing a, he's doing a um, private dinner tonight for some like loyalty rewards of like one of our, or one of his restaurants. And he, it just was kind of describing to me like how he doesn't, go seek inspiration anymore. And, and he's like, you're right. You know, I, I think that's important to be a fan and go seek inspiration and, and appreciate other people's art because that was an important part of me of my, uh, being able to make great things. And I used to do that all the time. Now that I'm a restaurateur, I rarely ever go seek inspiration. I rarely ever go to do things just to be inspired, you know? And so, you know, I've been to many concerts. I used to not go to concerts. At this point in my life, I've been to many concerts by myself just to, that's that's my version of that. That's my version of seeking inspiration, you know, spending whatever amount of money just to go learn something new, get inspired, feel a little bit of something. And I think at a certain level, I lost that within the last six months. And I just, it's, it's almost like I just forgot. And it's, 
I think this is really all just an expose and a reminder to myself. So I'm sorry, but sometimes the reminders to myself are helpful to other people. That's yeah, what, totally. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. Just hearing your perspective on, I guess, your journey through creativity. Like, yeah. You, there's going to be hurdles you're going to have to get over. Uh, and maybe your hurdles are different. Maybe they're the same. They're so, they're so difficult too. Cause you want to create. You, that's what we want to do at the end of the day. But then there's all these things that come up, it feels like, that you have to get over. But I think it's because of the path that you carve out for yourself, like the fact that you make things with your mind, you naturally conjure up things with your mind all the time. And sometimes those things are bad and, and they're hurdles, really. But the thing, the thing about being a fan is like, you know, at, at first, I think I know where it comes from because you want to compete, you want to be the best, you want to you want to give it your all, and you you want to be in the race, you want to be a dog in the fight, right? And so you think, oh, I'm just gonna like I'm gonna be a dog, but it's kind of counterintuitive, at least for me, it was to just lead with love and appreciation, and then like you you get even more ahead in the fight. You know, it's it's kind of counterintuitive that being kind to others is the way to win. Did you experience this in baseball as well? Did you stop liking baseball as much as you became more serious about it? Yeah, I think you I think that's another thing too, dude. It's just about having fun too. Like creating is is about having fun. I think being a fan is helpful for that mindset. I wrote that down on my notes. I forgot to bring that up, so thank you. Say it again? Uh I wrote that down on my notes and I forgot to bring it up, so thank you for saying that. Okay. But yeah, at a certain point in baseball, I was taking things way too seriously and putting too much pressure on myself. And not that I was buddy-buddy with my uh, competitors, but I'll give you perspective. So I, in my sophomore season, played probably 10 games or seven. No, sorry. My junior season, I played uh, the spring ball. I played probably 17 games. I had an injured arm, so or I missed 17 games. So I only played like eight games, and I injured my arm. And so I obviously wasn't able to throw very well, <laughs> and you do that a lot in baseball. And I probably batted like 215 or 250. That summer, I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to like I'm just going to go play ball again. Like fuck hitting technique. Fuck throwing technique. That guy's going to throw a ball at me. And fuck if it's a curveball or not. My job is to hit the ball. That's that's the simple... Like, it's the fundamentals of baseball is throw the ball at me. I hit it. That's it. I hit, like, 450 switch hitting and had, like, 16 doubles and eight stolen bases or 12 stolen bases in, like, a 20-game like stretch in the summer. And that was that summer. And it was just a mentality change. I didn't do anything differently in my practice. And I wasn't injured at all. The entire time. What was the change in mentality? You just just go just go have fun. Yeah, just go do what you do. And hitting 450 is like that's way too good. Like that's really good. And then, uh, like, and it's it's easier to do in summer ball because usually summer ball is like a little bit more laid back. It's not as much pressure as the season. Or at least for me, it didn't feel that way. But yeah, I think that's the lesson there is just to have fun and 215 is not good by the way <laughs> so and that was and t- the difference between summer and 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 spring baseball spring ends in may and summer ball started in june 25th so in within a month that mentality changed i i couldn't have gotten better 
there is my point. Well, I, I heard you doing steroids and we're putting <laughs> sticky stuff on your fingers. So <laughs> no, no. Kidding. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. Just a mentality change. And that's, that's the thing with music. Now I feel like the next batch of music, I feel like the last six months of music I've made have been super uninspired and yeah, I've gotten lucky with a couple that are fine, but for me to be a fan now and understand that and just understand I'm just having fun, I'm about to fucking kill it. Does being a fan take pressure off yourself in so, some way? Somehow. I think it's just I just I think it's just a wholesome like holistic mentality and having fun and having more fun and um, just having more fun in life in yeah, general. And not taking things so seriously, being okay. more appreciative. Yeah. Um looking at others as that's sick too. Like we're all having fun. Like you, you made something cool. That's sick, man. I made something cool now. Oh, you made something cool. Yeah. That's sick. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's interesting that things that are very much not a competition sometimes feel like a competition. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think, I think it's again, not a very count. It's a very counterintuitive thing that the person you're competing with always is just yourself. And it's yeah. hard to realize that because we're faced physically with all these other people as competitors, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, Maybe in sports you're actually competing against someone, but not in like real things in life. Well, you think about it, like market, right? You're, as an entrepreneur, you're competing with, if you're a coffee shop owner, you're competing with all the other coffee shops in your area, or you, so you may think. I think it's easy to think that way, right? If you're a musician in Queens, you're competing for attention with all the other people in Queens as a musician, right? It's easy to think that way. But really, in reality, you're not competing with people in queens at all like your internet your songs go on the internet nobody gives a fuck where you where you put it from and 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 like even in even in a smaller environment like a coffee shop really if you don't do your job and be better than you were yesterday you're not going to compete outwardly with the coffee shops around you even if you did think that that was real that competition which i can see why people would think that was real you know, people don't buy seven cups of coffee every day. They buy one usually. And where are they going to go to buy their coffee? So that makes more sense. But, and I think that we, we grew up in capitalistic societies, and I think that's why we think that way about competition. But, yeah, counterintuitively facing your competition with love and, and working on yourself, you're going to be unbeatable. That sounds cool. Yeah, be a fan. Remember to be a fan. Awesome. Well, thanks for bringing this up, bro. Of course. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. Um, where can they find us? Should we stop doing that? I feel like they can find us. Nah, no. Where, where can they find us? <laughs> There's a bunch of links down in the show notes where you can find us. Twitter, Instagram, website, Discord. Go click on those links and hang out with us. Hell easy. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.